It's time for the Charter Chat Podcast. Please welcome your host, Juliette Lucero. Hey, everybody. Juliette Lucero here, your host of the Charter Chat Podcast for episode five. I had the pleasure of speaking to Claudia Weintraub of River Oaks Academy, a TK through 12 independent study or personalized learning, as they like to call it, charter school that has two locations in Westlake Village and Oxnard. Some of the cool things that this school has is concurrent enrollment available at the local junior college so students can be earning college credit while in high school. A very unique thing that River Oaks has is they are dual accredited with WASC and the NCAA. Since they have that NCAA accreditation, they get a lot of student athletes that enroll in their program. So let's get into my interview with Claudia. Welcome everyone. I'm Juliette Lucero and you're tuned into the Charter Chat podcast that features different charter schools from all over. For this episode, I am excited to be interviewing Claudia Weintraub from River Oaks Academy in Westlake Village. They also have a location in Oxnard, California. So welcome, Claudia. Uh, hi, Juliette, and welcome everyone. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here with us. Why don't we start out with you telling us a little bit about yourself? Okay, sure. I'd be happy to. Um, well, I have been an educator now for about 15 years. This is my second um, education career pathway, I guess. And I've been with her charter for 12 of those. And before that, I was actually at the district school teaching high school. Um, and in between also uh, teaching as an adjunct faculty at Cal Lutheran here in uh, Thousand Oaks. So I've had experience at different levels and then um, fell into charter by sheer coincidence and have been with charter for yeah about the last 12 years now and love, love everything charter. Great. So you said you fell into charter schools by coincidence. Um, how did you get started in the charter school? Well, um, I was I was as an adjunct at Cal Lutheran, but it was only part time. And uh, I knew my own kids were getting ready to go off to college, and I felt I needed to probably go back into full time work to to help them financially. <laughs> and so I was looking for a position, and there was a position advertised at one of the Ventura County charter schools, also independent study that was looking for a curriculum and assessment coordinator. So I applied and I yeah, got that job and then that kind of was what started my career in independent study and ever since I've really worked for, well, we call it personalized learning now instead of independent study, but been in that uh, field. Oh, that sounds great. So tell me a little bit more about River Oaks. River Oaks Academy Charter, we're in our ninth year and we're actually heading for charter renewal <laughs> Next year, next school year, that is. Um, so I've already uh, been with River Oaks now for about, I think this is my seventh year here. And uh, River Oaks is an independent uh, study personalized learning charter school. We are a K-12 school. We actually are TK-12. I keep always forgetting those little TK <laughs> kiddos. And um, we have significantly grown. So when I came in, um, we 
didn't even have 100 kids and at this point now we're over 300 so we've jumped significantly and we certainly have um, increased our high school population now to over 100 which um, the high school is something that I'm really proud of because uh, we've got a dual accreditation we have WASC accreditation as well as NCAA so we have quite a few athletes who join our program because of our NCAA accreditation. And, okay, uh, so they're probably doing sports that are outside in club leagues yep. or some of the private leagues yeah, and exactly. can't really do a full-time They can't be classroom. in a seat-based classroom because of their training. We have uh, a whole bunch of tennis players. It seems like once uh, we had one word started to spread, we have cheerleaders, we have um, hockey players, we have swimmers and uh, gymnasts. So it's kind of fun to be able to accommodate them with a still very rigorous, academically rigorous program. Oh, that's great because those students need some some place to go right. and some uh, personalized learning for sure. Right. <laughs> So I know, how many students do you guys have now? You said 300? We are at about 307. Yes. Okay, great. And you have two locations. We have the two locations. So we started here in Westlake. And then about three years ago, um, we were um, interested in serving, uh, better serving, I guess, our kiddos in the East County. Um, so uh, in the West County, sorry. And so we went and looked at Oxnard and opened up in Oxnard. Um, it was a material revision to our charter and we did get that authorized and that that place too has been thriving and we're actually probably once we have charter renewed um going to move into a larger facility because we're, we're kind of already outgrowing uh that place out there even though it's beautifully located in oxnard so so do you have kids that come regularly each week to the building or is it all outside of the building? Or? No, they do come because we offer workshops and, and classes on site, as well as what we call focus room. Focus room is our kind of study hall. So um, whenever our students need academic support, um, we suggest that they come to a focus room because those are staffed with a credential teacher so they can get that extra help. They can ask questions. So we have a lot of kiddos coming on campus besides just the regular meetings with their teachers. Okay. Do you have any that are coming multiple five days a week or not five days just... a week because we're independent study mm -hmm. personalized learning, so they really shouldn't be coming five days a week. But we do have quite a few who are coming three, four days a week, and even if it's just for a couple of hours to go into the focus room to maybe get some questions answered or just to get a change of pace. And then, of course, we have students who attend our workshops and classes. And those, depending on the age group, we have usually two days at each side for the K-5s and two days a week for the, the 6-12. And so they may show up for those two days for part of the day or mm -hmm. all of the day and take a variety of workshops and classes. Some of them are academic. So we have, for example, academic writing or math support class. Classes, but we also have fun classes like cooking and uh, yoga and mindfulness and chess. <laughs> or, uh, this semester we had um, the Harry Potter theme run through some of our classes. So we decided to actually get a magician from the Magic Castle to come and teach the oh. kids about the history of magic and some magic tricks. Wow, that sounds like fun. It's they a good will. way to get the kids to actually come to school. <laughs> yep, and engage, and uh, they, they, they really enjoy it. And it gives them an opportunity to also mingle with, with um, you know, 
kids their age and just meet other students and form that community. And that's something that is really important to us here at River Oaks, that this is a community, a community of teachers, parents, students. And that is um, something that we really feel very strongly about. Are you a teacher, student, or parent of a charter school and have a story to tell about your school? Head on over to charterchatpodcast.com to send in your story to be read on the show. Now, I know you guys focus on personalized learning. Can you tell me a little bit more how you might personalize it to different types yeah, of students? Yeah, we try to personalize it to almost every student that we um, we serve. And ultimately, we are going to look at what, what is the student's passion or what are his passions. So if I have a student who is really involved in, let's say, horseback riding, what are things that we could bring in to, to maybe support this child and bring in his or her passions? Um, if I have a student who really loves music, um, how can we combine that? Or if a child has really um, is passionate about reading, but maybe not reading, uh, you know, technical uh, journals, but instead maybe reading something different. How can we combine that and bring that into what we're doing here? And sometimes we have students who don't really know their passions yet. So we hope that by offering a variety of different workshops and classes that they might take something that's new to them and maybe they will find a passion. And I've had that before and it was really beautiful to see. And it's just so rewarding when I have students stop in here and go, you know, I took that photography class here and I had no idea about it. And now I'm so hooked. I'm going to go to Moorpark College and take a photography class there because I want to continue. And to us, that is mission accomplished because, you know, she didn't know what she liked and she found something she well, was Well, and that's about. great because you're exposing them to all these different right. things that they never would have even thought to right. do on their own exactly <laughs> sometimes yes. it's just pushing them in the right nudging them in the right direction exactly <laughs> um so is there any other thing that makes your school unique that you would say? Yeah, we feel um, we have a really um, amazing high school program, and probably that's why it's been growing in leaps and bounds, um, where our students, again, have just so many different options to meet their high school graduation requirements. They can, uh, you know, aside from bringing in their own passions and trying for us to try to combine those or build those into electives, but we offer for them to take concurrent enrollment, which means that they could take a course at the junior college and then that will become, you know, college, that credit. college credit, but it also is high school credit towards graduation. Oh, great. So they get to double dip and it. Many of our high schoolers really love that. They love that playing with the big kids and, mm -hmm. and going on those the campus and, and seeing what that is about. And, you know, also allowing them, and we have a really good relationship with our career education center that's run through the County Office of Education here. So all of our students here have access to their the, any of the career pathways that they're offering in any industry sector throughout the county. So we have three pathways here at River Oaks ourselves, um, which are legal, hospitality, and um, computer networking. But let's say they want to learn how to fly drones or build drones. They can go and take a class at the county. If they want to become a vet tech, they can start their, um, their degree 
work at the county. If they want to do something in fashion design, they can go and take that at the county. And it counts towards graduation, too. These are all electives that count towards graduation. So we hope to expose them in so many different ways to just options that are out there, things that they may not have thought of, and at the same time get them college and career ready um, and prepare them for the world after high school. Yeah, it sounds like those county programs are really beneficial and then they get also credit for high school. I know you mentioned some students don't know what they want to do yet. So for those students, it might not be as beneficial um, to take some of those career pathway options because they don't know what they want to do yet. Yeah, and, and I tell them, you know, that sometimes it's just expose yourself to it, even if it doesn't become your pathway um, later in life. But it teaches you something about another um, um, profession that may come in handy at a later point. We have our legal pathway. Um, they're, you know, the kiddos are taught about the the law and and the judicial system, and they go, you know, they visit the courthouse. And if nothing else, it's, it brightens their horizon. It's just, it's just something that, uh, you know, to me is, is, is a great piece of knowledge to have, even if you're never going into a legal field. And the kids love it. They, they, I mean, they take that class and some do actually halfway through say, oh, I may pursue something in the legal field after all. And others go, no, but I loved every minute of it. Well, there's a lot of different avenues you could take in the legal field. Definitely. So it, I could see that where that would be really beneficial just for students to know how our legal system works. I think so. Many of us should know more about that. Right? <laughs> Something that we weren't necessarily taught yeah, growing that's up. That's for sure. <laughs> um, is there anything you wish you would have known when you started out that you know now? Started out with charter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that it's challenging. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I love, I love every minute of what we do, and uh, it's a lot of work always. But um, River Oaks um, has an amazing team to work with. So for me, it's something where every day we get to stretch. And I always tell my staff, um, we're keeping the bar really high. And all I'm asking is for everybody to stretch. We don't always need to reach the bar, but let's stretch for that bar. It's um, the world of education is is become phenomenally challenging, uh, but it is just so, so rewarding. And again, you know, working in this small environment where we can be what well, you know, charter schools are kind of called the laboratory of education where we can experiment and where we can bring in new things and, and say, wow, this sounds really amazing when, you know, our staff comes home from, from these various conferences and say, let's give this a try and let's see without having to jump through all the bureaucracy. Uh, so it's it's phenomenally rewarding. Um, yes, you may, initially when I came on board with River Oaks, I... River Oaks wasn't doing so well at the time. They had a change of leadership and uh, board and leaders uh, who were not getting along too well. So that was challenging in the beginning. And, uh, uh, you know, probably didn't quite know the full extent of the challenge at that point, which was probably just as well. Uh, but at this point, we are such a well-oiled machine because that team of ours we work so nicely together which to me is something you could never I could have never imagined to to have these amazing people to work alongside and a team that is so brilliant and passionate I'm passionate for sure 
Yeah, absolutely. A lot of charter school employees, teachers, and leadership really are passionate about what they're doing and really want students to succeed. They absolutely do. And I see it with my staff. You know, they put in 150% on a daily basis. And, you know, uh, I always laugh because I said by the time, you know, spring break rolls around and then that last stretch, we may all go on fumes. But <laughs> but it's it truly is rewarding. And, you know, when we get to graduation at the end of the year, and we hear the stories of our graduates, um, that is the moment when you know it was so worth it. Every minute of it was so worth it. And you see these kiddos go off and, you know, they come and tell you if it hadn't been for what we've done for them, that they might never have graduated or they definitely might have, you know, gone down the wrong path. Um, then you know that the challenges are worth it. So Yeah, yeah, I know some... You know, some school, some students don't thrive in a regular, you know, seat-based school, regular school district environment. So it's really important to have the options and the choices and different options for them. Yeah. And we hear that more and more um, also on a variety of levels, including the social emotional level, where it that is something that's become really close to my heart, where I, we are looking at it as a staff to build a really solid social emotional program for the next school year, because I hear more and more how kiddos leave the system so so traumatized on a variety of of levels they're very very anxious where parents are desperate they can't get them to school um so you know they look at us as an option and an alternative um where they can feel safe again you know they may have been bullied i just met with a student this morning she's leaving the traditional school system because she was so terribly bullied and then you know it, it everything kind of um it, it has a domino effect because then their grades drop and then of course they start to feel even worse and it's just uh, many of our kids are just really um we call them damaged you know they come to us really damaged and many of them after a year or two they feel like, okay, we're doing better. Let's give it a try again. We might go back into the traditional C-based uh, classroom. And for some, it works. For others, it doesn't. Some come back, some don't. But we feel at least for those two years, we, you know, we provided them with a safe heaven, haven here. They can come. They can feel, you know, put both feet back on the ground. We say to them, we love you in, we love you out. So whatever works for you. We're with you. Yeah, because I know it's a huge issue in nationwide lately with bullying and teen suicide. Mm -hmm. It's just heartbreaking. It, it is heartbreaking. And you know that when you have to put in suicide prevention policies, they don't come from nowhere. So clearly, you know, that was prompted by, by an increase. Um, and I just, I believe this weekend there were news reports about uh, the fact that we have just so many more students who are suffering from anxiety and depression. And um, it's, it's really heartbreaking to see these kiddos. And so I'm hoping, and again, I believe because we are personalized that, um, you know, those, those, the meetings that our students have with their teachers, those are already relationship building because we're not just talking with them about academics. Did you do, what did you do in math? What did you do in language arts? Of course, that's important too, but it's also, how are you doing? What's new in your life? 
what do you want to share about what's going on? And it becomes a relationship. And many times it's just having that relationship for them with an adult whom they can trust that helps them already feel better and feel safe. And so hopefully um, we'll have some really good program in place for next year where yeah, we can support think, them more. I think you said you're working on a social emotional project. Is that what you're talking about yes, for next exactly. year? Exactly. What is that going to look like? Do we don't think? really have it entirely flushed out yet. We're looking at bringing in a good curriculum that we could offer, maybe um, hire an MFT who could come in and form a little bit of a social club where um, the students could feel safe. Um, we're, we're trying to kind of pin down the details on that and we just we've been kind of brainstorming and throwing things in a bucket and uh, but we just know that we need to do more for our students to support them you know and, and academics is not just about academics it's really about the whole child it's sort of you know the if, if students don't have their needs met then they can't really perform academically if students go hungry they can't do well academically and to me if they're not um, well in with regards to their social emotional they also can't do well academically so we want to really try to to bring all of that together and see what we can do to support them in the social emotional area as well yeah it's definitely different these days with social media and yeah. everything going on at home there's a lot of, there's one school I met last year and they actually were an independent study type program and they had more counselors on staff than they actually had teachers mm -hmm. because that these kids were there for a reason. Yep. Regular public school wasn't working for them. Yeah, I, I hear that every day. And it became so, I mean, it was always there to some degree. And mind you, again, you know, I've been in this system now for eight, ten years where I've talked to families directly. Um, but for the last year, it became so prevalent that I thought, wow. And then we did a survey, and yeah, sure enough, there were a lot of our kiddos who were just really hurting. And so we'll see. I, I can't quite tell you yet what form and shape it will have, but maybe we'll talk next year, and then I can tell yeah. you more about it. Yeah, did you survey the students for that survey? We surveyed the parents, but, you know, don't forget that our teachers meet with our kiddos for their meetings um, every week, every other week, so we hear it a lot from them as well and so we, we did start with the parents the students are next but, yeah it would be interesting to yeah. see the difference between the parents and the students yeah. surveys <laughs> the, I, I would assume it's actually even higher for the students because I think they would if it, you know in an anonymous survey that they would feel comfortable enough to admit it mm -hmm. so we'll see yeah that's great um have you do you have any recent accomplishments you want to share from your school Wow. Um, you know, we feel like every day is an accomplishment in some way, shape or form. Um, well, we, we are preparing for charter renewal, which is, uh, you know, an accomplishment for us to some degree. We've, uh, you know, we've had the, well, we're in our fourth year or coming up to our fifth year now. So um, that that is great. We, we've 
our NCAA accreditation was a huge accomplishment for us. That took us a long time to get. That was just last year. Um, also, you know, we did receive a, a pretty big uh, a career pathway grant uh, to build those career pathways for our kiddos, work together with another charter school, received $600,000 to wow. build a career pathway program, which we've done pretty successfully. And I think overall, our really our big accomplishment is uh, certainly our growth in our high school. And uh, we continue you know, to build on that. So we're very happy with that. We have now our own full-time science teacher, which for us is also a nice accomplishment. And um, we're, you know, we continue to just build and grow and uh, support our kiddos when, wherever they need it. So um, we're always looking at uh, those uh, little uh, spots where, oops, that's one more thing we could do. And here's another one. So do you want to help us get the word out? Help us get the show in the ears of more listeners. You can do that by going to iTunes, subscribing, and leaving a comment. Now back to the show. Yeah, it sounded like you wanted to grow because you want to get a bigger facility and everything. Do you have a target of what you want to grow to? Well, actually, we, we continuously outgrow the target. So <laughs> um, actually, we, we budgeted at over about 35 or 40 kids fewer than what we ended up having. So, and you know, the nice thing is that by now it's really pretty much all word of mouth because we don't really even do a lot of advertising and our families tell other families you need to go check them out. And so that has been nice. So it's been growing organically. It's not even that I had to really do an awful lot. And especially in Oxnard, it became clear very quickly that there was um, a program like ours needed because that's where we in three years quadrupled our our um, enrollment, which is uh, pretty, pretty nice. But yes, we are outgrowing our facility there. <laughs> so probably by next summer, um, 20, what is that, 2020, we will have to expand. Right. And by then you'll have your charter renewal. <laughs> yes, I, I, yes I, I like to think positive on this as well. So, yes. Um, is there anything else um, that I should have asked that I didn't? No, I, I appreciate you you talking to me and uh, talking about River Oaks. It is our pride and joy. And um, like I said, on a daily basis, we feel really... Um, proud of being able to to serve the, the students that are with us and being able to help them and give them opportunities that they may otherwise not have had and uh, you know and, and allowing them to personalize their learning which can take so many different variations so um, thank you for, for coming and being yeah. here thank you for being here with me how do people find out more about River Oaks? Do you have a website? We sure do. Um, it's riveroakscharter.com, very easy. Or they can just Google, if they just type in Google River Oaks Academy Charter in Westlake, they will find us. And we have a pretty amazing website. Um, they can um, browse the website for all kinds of information or do a tour request. And then um, we'll set up a tour and meet with, uh, with uh, the, the families. That sounds great. Well, thank you so much, Claudia, for being with us here today. Thank you. And um, just want to remind our audience to put kids first. Thank you. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to the Charter Chat Podcast. Be sure to visit charterchatpodcast.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. Just remember to put kids first. See you next time.